Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. And once a day, you can play the BetMGM free-to-play BetMGM Fast Break for a chance to win daily prizes. You can play as the point guard, choose to pass to Kevin Garnett, or you can pass to Jalen Rose. Take it yourself for a dunk. You pick it. If you score, you get to win a prize. Once a day, right at that promotions tab, right at the top. Trista, 120-103, Boston up on the Mavs right now. 25 for Jalen Brown, 28 for Jason Tatum, 24 for Chris Stapps Porzingis. I'll make that 29 now for Jason Tatum. Yet Luka with 37, 12, and 11. It's going to be what you said during the break, uh, meaningless, because they're down almost by 20 points. Yeah, dude. Uh, This is just a team that feels more and more like a wagon. They just quietly score four, five, six guys in double figures. You don't need Jason Tatum to do anything until he decides to do it in the third quarter. Hmm. And, like, ultimately, it feels like in the East, everyone's just looking to, to play catch up. It, it really is. that They are in the tier by themselves, as we said. We bring on Kurt Heelan. He's the lead NBA writer and managing editor for NBCSports.com. And, you know, I, we look at the Celtics team, man, and you see so yeah. much talent. You see so just every like, – like, like adding Chris Stapps Porzingis brought like a whole new dimension to yeah. this team with Drew Holiday on top of that. It just feels like – you said this during the break, so I'm not going to pretend that this wasn't you that said it from the beginning, but we all agreed. We kind of feel like we're on a collision course – for Boston and Denver in the NBA Finals, as long as both these teams stay healthy. Exactly. Like, tonight's a great example where we're like, well, Denver's been playing a lot better defense, and Gafford really fits with them, and that gives them a couple bigs, and their minutes have looked really good, and, yeah, they can't beat Boston. Like, it's just Boston's just the best team in the NBA right now. Denver can be that way and, frankly, has looked that way the last, what, since the break maybe, like for the last few games where – they're kind of in a tough stretch of the schedule and you could see them like gear up and get serious. And I would say that's bad news for the Lakers yet. I don't know if anything, I haven't seen anything official yet on uh, Jamal Murray. Um, unless you guys have seen it, I haven't seen it yet, but I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine he plays. So maybe there's a door, you know, maybe that door is open a little, but even then I just, I don't see anything that gets in the way of that collision course. They're just, every time I try to talk myself into, hey, Cleveland's playing really well. You know, I just can't get there. We were talking about confidence ratings in the West, Kurt. And the only other team that I have a high level of confidence in, other than Denver in the West, not that they they don't have talent, not that they're not playing well or they have the horses, but that I actually feel good in what they've accomplished before this year moving forward, and that's the 10-spot Warriors. They're playing really well in their last, I don't know, 25 games or so on the road. Their road record is great. Against the spread, road favorite is also really great. They end up getting the dub by, you know, 10 points or so to the Raptors tonight, even though the Raptors kept it close. For you, is there any – is that right? Do you feel like the Warriors have started to figure some things out? I would say this. I do think they've started to figure things out. They found their identity, and it took Steve Kerr a long time to get there because it meant not going with Kevon Looney, who I don't know. Look, last year he was pretty good, and this year it's just fell off a cliff. And Wiggins, you know, is on the back of a milk carton somewhere for for much of this season. Like so, like it took him a long time to get around to. We got to play Kamingo. We got to play Pods. We, you know, Clay Thompson coming off the bench. But now that they're leaning into that. 
it works. With Draymond has played great since coming back from his suspension. They're playing better basketball, but I still think they just you can bully them a little bit. They're a little bit small. They don't quite have the same depth. I just I feel like they can only get there, and I think everybody, a lot of teams in the West are this way. It's all about matchups and avoiding Denver. Like if they can find a way to get a good matchup, maybe they can maybe they could surprise Minnesota or somebody or or OKC who doesn't have the playoff experience in the first round and make a little run. But I feel like everything's gotta break just right for them. Lakers are kind of the same way, right? If everything breaks just right, we've got a chance. But those are long odds for that to happen, man. The other team, by the way, I have confidence in, sort of. I, I do think the Clippers can get there. I'm just worried that in the last um, as much as we've talked them up, and I'm one of those people like, you know, hey, I, you know, I think they've got the talent out of this. They're just not executing of late. Like the last few weeks, they're just stagnant almost in, in February. And if they don't start executing, if they don't start, you know, to use Kawhi's words, they don't stop winning on just talent, they're not going to get there. You mentioned the Warriors and the Lakers. And if the playoffs were to start right now, yeah. They would have to play one another just like they did in 2021. 9-10 spot, loser goes to the crib and licks their wounds. That is what I need in my veins, injected <laughs> into me, Kurt. Who wins that game to you? That's a really good question. I kind of think, weirdly, I think that could be better for the Lakers in that the way you can beat these Warriors is push them around a little bit. Just be too big, too strong for them. They are Lakers are a big team with Rui Hachimura starting and LeBron and AD. Like they are a physically large team. I think this is a pretty good matchup for them, but it's one game. And Steph Curry, Steph Curry, he could just hey, here's forty, and I'm going to hit seven threes, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, you can also have those. I mean, Clay's looked great off the bench. They have enough guys who can get hot. So I mean, it's one game. It's, a, it's that NCAA tournament excitement. Um, I, I think there's a lot of people, though, who are with you. There's a lot of us fans who are like, that would be awesome in the first round. That would, Or, you know, the, the play-in. That would be so much fun. Winner go home game between those two. And then a bunch of ABC and TNT executives would, like, be crying that night once it's over. It is. Uh, it's certainly about having the biggest teams that you can have be in the playoffs as long as possible. I think we know that that's what the NBA and every TV exec would love to have. Interesting, yeah. like the Warriors are in that spot where, like Tristan just brought up, right? They're playing great basketball. We're getting to that spot where you go, well, yeah, this is the Warriors. They've got the experience. They're turning <laughs> yeah. it up at the right time. Maybe they do go on a run. In the East, we really started to feel that way, at least on this show, about the Miami Heat. They're a team that went out and made, you know, some moves this season, add a little more scoring punch maybe if Terry Rozier can stay consistent, if Tyler Hero can stay healthy. So you have a lot of these yeah. ifs. But then we also yeah. know Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. Bam Adebayo's continuing to get better and better. And we're looking at a team now that's been in a really good stretch of basketball, especially defensively. There's concerns about what they do offensively. But do you look at that Heat team as a team that can maybe do something similar this year that they did last year? I don't think they can get by Boston, but beyond that, yes, absolutely. And it's it's Jaime Jaquez giving them the second scoring option out of anywhere. By the way, if you want to watch Laker fans cry, bring up that they passed him up in the draft, the local UCLA kid that they saw for four years. It's, it tortures them. Um, it, but I think they can. I think that things, again, I 
in terms of confidence factor, Boston's up here, and then it's what's left with Joel Embiid, and do you really trust Cleveland? And the Knicks still need a guy, right? As much as I love the way they play, they also – Nick Tom Thibodeau teams play 82 playoff games a year and sometimes can't find that next gear when they get into the postseason. So are they going to be ready? All through that, you look at Miami and the way they're hitting their stride right now, and like you said – we know Jimmy Butler's got in a playoff. Jimmy, he, he he doesn't want to believe say that's a real thing. It it it's a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Jimmy Butler's going to come in and play great, and they absolutely could make a run. I think to the conference finals if things broke their way. I just ultimately I don't think they can get past Boston with Porzingis this year. That Porzingis creates Porzingis creates matchup nightmares for them. Like he kind of does everyone. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. Is that the Celtics? <clears throat> right now are making it look so easy. You got four or five guys on any given night that can be in double digits. You've got Derek White having the best season of his entire career, probably going to get all all NBA or all defense, right? You've got same thing going on with Drew Holiday, one of the best defenders in the NBA, and they they use him in so many different ways. What do you see uh, with your own two eyes about how different this Celtics, like, makeup is since the versus say last year i think two things it's it's holiday on defense that holiday i mean now you've got porzingis who's a big in the middle but now between brown tatum holiday and and white you're starting four guys who can switch a lot almost everything who there's no weak link defensively that's huge there's nobody you can just target right there's nobody you can just go at this quite the same way and then on offense, it is Porzingis. Porzingis is, and you know, Boston fans are knocking on wood every time we say his name, right? Just like keep the knees healthy through the playoffs. But he is such a matchup problem because he pulls your big out. He can put it on the floor a little. But the things he's just, he is a ramped up version of what Al Horford could give them last year and the last couple of years. He's a better version of that, and it's just there's no good answer. I mean, their their top six is the best top six in the league. Kurt got about a minute left here, so when you talked about the Knicks, it made me think of something, and it was right eighty two game, eighty two playoff games. Tom Thibodeau, we know he's always been notorious, kind of running his guys into the ground. Are all these injuries maybe a little bit of a result of that again? Maybe, I, I, you know, it tends to be the more wear and tear on that. I think, you know, the the Randall thing's a bit of a fluke. The the yeah. Mitchell thing, I'm not sure we can blame on him. So I think I'm going to give them a – cut him some slack this year. But Thibodeau feels like the kind of coach where, as a GM, you almost have to put together a roster that forces him, you know, hey – Let's take this player away from him. Let's so he doesn't lean on him too much. Let's do this to kind of try to get him to lean into those other minutes for guys and keep guys minutes down and keep them rested because um, it's not in his nature. You've kind of got to force him to do it. Tell you what, as a yeah. uh, tortured no Knicks fan, Kurt, I would love to see. I would love to see this team just get healthy, just so there's something to be excited about. But it, do it you guys easy, even man. know what to do with it competent management? No, no. no. I, we they just don't. expected Leon Rose to completely ruin this whole thing. We thought Jalen Brunson was a complete disaster, and it's like maybe 
Maybe he knows what he's doing. As long as James yeah. Dolan stays out of the way, they may actually still have a future here if these guys can stay healthy. Kurt Heelan, NBCSports.com. Great to talk to you, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having stay me on. Stay out of Great trouble with the wifey. Uh, too yeah. late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks, Kurt. Yeah, it's uh listen, you know, it's a Friday night. He's coming on with us. You gotta appreciate that. I mean, that's not you know, you gotta I tell know. the wife, hold on, I'm I can't I can't go with you anywhere yet. I've gotta go talk basketball real quick on a national show. It's very important, but we appreciate that. All right, final hour coming up. It's Bet MGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.